Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon and welcome to this episode of the Full Press Raiders podcast. We are a few days away from the Raiders making their first trip back to the playoffs in five years. They're going the road and face the Cincinnati Bengals. Discuss all of it. One of the premier content creators and all of Raiders social media, Ryan Holmes. Good afternoon, good afternoon, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to be doing a playoff edition of the podcast for for the first time in who knows how long. I feel like it's been it's feel like it's been a a minute. Like for me, the last time the Raiders were in the playoffs, my youngest child was not a year old. Actually, he was about four or five months old. Now he's kindergarten. It's just one of those things that. As a Raider fan, people follow the Raiders. It's phenomenal to watch. Now, we'll start with the head coach. Zach Taylor is, well, was thought of as a quarterback guy. He came up as a quarterback coach with the Dolphins, with the Cincinnati Bearcats, with the Rams. He took over in 2019. They endured a few bumps in the road. Their offense was terrible, but through sound drafting and a couple of decent free agencies, they've 
the Bengals have kind of broken the mold out of the mediocre Marvin Lewis era. What do you see about Zach Taylor's approach to the game that you like? I just think they have, they have balance in offense. Um, they're able to run the ball for over 100 yards a game. Uh, clearly, they can throw the ball. You know, having the first pick in the draft and landing a quarterback, it looks like he's going to be a guy that's going to be there long term. And then, you know, clearly landing Jamar Chase, who should win Offensive Rookie of the Year, that's going to make a lot of offensive coaches look brilliant. But I think there's still a good mix here. I, I, I went I wanted to see what the ratio was. You know, they're kind of right in the middle of the pack in terms of in terms of pass attempts this year. So it's not like they're just out there flinging around. They will turn around and hand the ball off uh, to Joe Mixon. So just, you know, his ability to stay, you know, even keel in those moments, you know, not just rely on the pass when he doesn't have to, because, you know, a lot of coaches probably want to throw the ball 60, 65% of the time with the weapons that Cincinnati has. But they've done a good job of still, you know, being able to run the ball and have defenses have to respect that. And I think, Getting the production out of this offense with a with a below average offensive line shows that he knows what he's doing on offense. So, um, after two years, we wouldn't have guessed that, but you know that team made the jump this year in his third year there. Clearly, the second year with Joe Burrow and you know having some superstar potential players alongside Burrow on offense has helped unlock that offense's potential. Now Taylor is a disciple, or he comes from the which I thought was going to be strange, but the Sean McVay branch of the tree, do you see any of McVay's influence in the way Taylor approaches offense? I don't see a lot of it. You know, McVay runs a lot of those condensed formations similar to what Gruden does. He uses the wide receivers to block. Um, He's not afraid, you know, to get Robert Wood and Cooper Cup involved as lead blockers on certain plays. And you don't see a lot of that in this offense in Cincinnati. Um, so I'm sure there is some philosophy in here, but this doesn't look anything like the Rams offense when you break it down. Now, looking at Joe Burrow, this is a guy who, coming out of LSU, I haven't thought that you know, being on pick and being a first-round quarterback that it would be an immediate success story. But people are short-sighted because they don't remember how bad the, the Bengals have been historically. Now, when you see the night and day transformation of Burrow. The one thing that did stand out to me is that even though they had a nightmare 2020, I mean a just horrendous 2020, he still completed 65% of his passes. And he his touchdown interceptions were 13 to 5. Since then, what do you see in the 2021 incarnation of Burrow that you didn't see in his rookie year? Yeah, self-admittedly, I, I was wrong on Burrow. I thought he was like a slightly better version of Alex Smith coming out. I wasn't in love with him. You know, you knew the toughness. You knew the pocket presence, the ability to move around. He could run and scramble. I question, you know, the arm strength, his ability to drive the ball down the field. Um, and, and he's proven me wrong there. So I was light on Joe Burrow coming out. I'll admit that. But I think having Jamar Chase in this offense is a difference. You know, having a guy – you can throw a five-yard pass to who can take it 80 yards to the house, who's a guy that can win down the field and be physical, has really opened this offense up. So it's allowed Joe Burrow to take the next step. And he's had a pretty good season behind a pretty porous offensive line. So the toughness uh, that he had in college is coming through. And, you know, just for him being in year two, coming off that major injury and being able to rebound this organization and throw the Bengals, 
on his back and take them to the playoffs. Um, it's been a culmination of a lot of things, but I think the number one thing here was getting Jamar Chase on the outside and then obviously the improvements they made on defense. But, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be a factor. He's a guy that's going to – he's in, like I said, second year, him and Justin Herbert. Those kind of guys are going to be factors in the AFC along with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes for the years to come. The Chase factor, to me, speaks volumes in one aspect. Burrow's yards per attempt as a rookie was 6.7. This year, 8.9. It breathes a considerable amount of life into your point of Chase on the outside is just a giant deal. Even though he's only throwing for 20 more yards per game, that the fact that they're completed that many yards per attempt means that they are aggressive. Now, if you're Gus Bradley and you are enamored with the cover three, you are enamored with not blitzing, how do you, in your mind, want to disguise things, or how would you approach game planning for Joe Burrow? Yeah, enamored is saying it nicely. Like they're going to play cover three this week. You know, th- this is actually the week where I'm going to I'm going to suggest they don't blitz because this offensive line uh, for the Bengals has given up 55 sacks this year, it's the third most in the league. They're, the Raiders are going to get pressure with the front four. They need to be concerned more about keeping the lid on those outside receivers, and they're going to have to play a lot of cover three this week. So, you know, I, I don't want them to play a lot of man. Leave, you know, corners one-on-one with T. Higgins down the field, who's a big physical guy, or leaving them one-on-one with Jamar Chase on the other side of the field is probably not advantageous for the Raiders. Um, and they've already played them once this year, so they have a game plan. They actually did affect them pretty good. They made Joe Burrow check the ball down a lot. Um, I think he threw for 148 yards when he was 20 of 29 in that first meeting, sacked three times, and the Raiders hit him quite a bit. And that was with Riley Reef, who, who's actually on IR, so they're down to their backup right tackle the last couple of weeks, which the line's even weaker than it was the first time they played. But, yeah, the, the Raiders can't mix it up much here. You know, I, normally I'm like, mix up coverage, come after the guy. This is a week where I think they should sit and cover three. The defense knows what – what to do, where to be, and just don't make any mental mistakes and don't blow a lot of coverages. And just keep, like I said, keep the top on this defense. Make them move the ball down the field. Uh, unless weather becomes a big factor. And it looks like there's a chance weather might be a factor in this game. It, it, it was supposed to be 36 with snow, and now it looks like it might be in the low 20s with light snow with a little bit of wind. So uh, that might all change. Uh, they should have two game plans going into this. If the wind becomes a factor, where they can't throw the ball down the field, then you need to make some changes. But if the wind's not a factor, I think you trust uh, with what these guys do. And clearly I think the defensive line is going to be able to get home. So they don't need to do a ton of stuff differently on defense. Now when we come back, we're going to jump into the running game and the offensive line. That's after this break. You're listening to the Four Press Raiders podcast on the FPC Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are back with the Full Press Raiders podcast. Terrence Biggs, Reynolds. Ryan, if you look in the backfield for the Bengals, Joe Mixon, Samaji Perrine, they have a hard running game, like a thumping running game against a Raiders defense that has played better but will get occasionally gashed by our running backs. What do you see in Mixon? Or what, what do you like about Joe Mixon's game? Or what stands out most about his game? Patience and power with Mixon. That's, that's what he's always had. He's pretty patient. He lets holes develop. And he's got the power and size to finish runs. He's a guy that you give it to him, the better he's going to be in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Raiders did a really good job of containing him for about three and a half quarters in the first meeting. Uh, the problem was he wore him down. And he had a couple big runs late. The Raiders' offense just they went one of seven on third down. They could not sustain drives. And, and the Bengals controlled the ball for over 37 minutes in that first meeting. So I expect that to change. I think the Raiders' run defense is playing a lot better than they were, especially over the last month. Ever since Devon Diablo has been in the lineup, um, obviously, we know what Perryman can do. Hopefully, Hankins uh, is healthy here to help stop the run because they're going to be without Darius Phylon. But I do like the Raiders' matchup in the trenches here. But, again, they're going to have to be able to get this team off the field because if they let Cincinnati control time of possession, the longer they have the ball in these kind of conditions, they're going to wear the Raiders' defense out, and then they're going to, they're going to spring some leaks late in the game, which you just can't have in a playoff atmosphere. It's interesting to me that uh, looking at back like Mixon, you said patience and power, which does fit his style. He is more a get downhill, but he has the ability to be burst. And I like 
one thing I do like that the Raiders do have is they have a tackler in Denzel Perryman who, like I said, can can get the, he's gonna, they're going to meet often and they're going to meet frequently. And Perrine, it's an interesting change of pace because they run similarly, so it's not really a change of pace. Now, huh, that offensive line, we talked about it at the top. They've surrendered 51 sacks. I'll, I'll let say 51. Let me just make sure. I got that 55 when I checked this morning. 55. Oh, that's right, because they're 51 for Burrow and four because he didn't play the last game. Yeah, this my comparison a... to Raiders, as bad as Raiders fans think the Raiders offensive line is, they've given up 40. Um, so we're talking 15 more. That's almost another sack a game. Like, for a team that is building, how do you not invest quality in your offensive line? Like, they have skill position guys all over the place but the guys they need to block aren't there. And Joe Burrow has picked themselves up, picking himself up four plus times, like just, just, just being just destroyed. And they're not just being dragged to the ground type of sacks. They're more like full on in edge rusher linebacker, somebody coming free on the blitz, just laying the wood to him. When you look at the Raiders, you have Crosby, you have Ngakwe, you have Max Crosby who, had one of the better games I've I've seen from a Raiders in for a very long time. What do you think the Bengals will try to do to try to slow Crosby down? Do you see a lot of chipping, or do you just see a lot of playing with pace? Now they're going to have to chip. They're going to have to put a tight end over there. Um, they're going to have to use maybe a, a, a condensed formation with a wide receiver to help. They're going to have to use their running back. Uh, in to help because they can't leave Isaiah Prince one-on-one with, with Max Crosby. He's going to have a field day. Um, so if the Raiders can stop the run and get them in the third and long, that's going to play right into their hands. The, the weakness of this Bengals team is their offensive line, um, which you don't really hear the media ever talk about. They want to talk about Joe Burrow and Chase and the defense and Hendrickson, but this, this offensive line is there for the taking. So whatever defensive line wants to show up and dominate him, they're going to have an opportunity to do that. Um, I don't even like the matchup on the left side. I don't think Jonah Williams matches up with, with Ngakwe, assuming that he's healthy as well. And then even on the interior, I, I think Jefferson could get the best of either one of these guards. So the Raiders have the advantage all up and down the defensive line in this game. It's just a matter of whether um, they can get them into the down to distance where they're going to make Burrow hold the ball. Because I would expect um, them to run the ball and based on the, the cold weather and potential for a little bit of wind, a lot of short passes to kind of keep that defensive line at bay. I could see a lot of screen passes uh, as well. Um, I just don't think they're going to be dropping back and throwing the ball down the field as much as they have the last two weeks. When Burrow played, I think he went over 900 yards in the last two games. But uh, I think the weather is actually going to play in the Raiders' favor here. For the second consecutive week, the Raiders actually have an advantage on the defensive side of the ball. This is, I mean, it speaks to the talent that they have up front, and it speaks to – the fact that they're getting home, they're being held, but they're still affecting plays. Now, looking at the receivers, we know Jamar Chase is just going to be a overwhelming headache. People don't mention T. Higgins, who also went over a thousand yards rushing, a uh, thousand yards receiving, added six touchdowns in a fifteen-yard average. What do you see in Higgins? Because we kind of guessed that Hayward might be the one to follow Chase. Do you think Faison can 
stick with T. Higgins? Uh, I think they they don't chase. They stay on one side of the field, so I don't think the Raiders are going to rotate corners here. But um, the advantage the Raiders have is they've already played them once. I think Faison probably does match up better with Higgins just due to his length uh, versus Chase. I'd rather have the veteran Hayward on, on Chase as much as possible. Uh, but Higgins came on late after they played the Raiders. He had a couple hundred-yard games um, where they were hitting him on the deep post. You know, he could win the 50-50 jump ball. Uh, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, with long arms. So that's where the Raiders are going to have to watch him is on those deep posts, you know, where he gets one-on-one and where there's room to, for Burrow to put the ball out in front of him where he can go up and high point it, especially in the red zone on fade routes, and then clearly running some slants and some inside routes. That's where it's going to be tough for the Raiders uh, to match with T. Higgins. He's not going to create a ton of separation. He's not going to run away from anyone. Um, he's kind of like a Brian Edwards with a couple extra inches and maybe a tad more speed, but, you know, pretty similar type receivers. But but Chase on the other side is the guy I'd be worried about because if they play a lot of cover three, they can stay on top, but I'm afraid – now they're just going to throw curl routes, hitch routes, and let them operate after after the catch, some, some quick screens. So the Raiders are going to have to tackle in this game because I think they're going to give up passes underneath. But don't forget about the slot receiver. Tyler Boyd's one of the best slot receivers in the league too. So um, that set of three wide receivers, I put them up with, with most other teams in the league. They're probably top five in the league as far as, you know, if you talk about, you know, the two starters in the slot. So um, it's going to be tough, but we'll see what happens. But I think the Raiders do match up. Quite a bit here. I, I think they match up better with Cincinnati than if they had to go to Buffalo or even Kansas City. Of all the teams in the AFC playoff picture, do you think that the Bengals provide the – not the easiest matchup because that doesn't that kind of diminishes what they're accomplished, but do you think they provide the most favorable matchup for the Raiders? As far as the division winners, and mm-hmm. we're not talking wild cards, so, you know, Buffalo – yeah, I, I actually, I think they do. You know, I don't think they they match up very well with Tennessee just because, you know, they have the two guys outside. If they'll have Henry back, they have a very good defense, very good defensive line. Um, clearly, they've struggled a lot with Kansas City's explosiveness this year. And then Buffalo with Josh Allen and the way that he can move around and extend plays and, you know, having Stephon Diggs and, and the guy in the slot and Beasley and then, you know, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders. So they have weapons. So, um I think this is probably the matchup out of the four division winners the Raiders would want. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but like the advantage here is they just played them uh, like six weeks ago, and they're familiar with all their, their skilled people, and the Raiders were in that game. Don't let the final score um, get away from the fact this was a 16-13 to 13 game with five minutes left in the game, and then a touchdown, and then a Derek Carr interception, and another touchdown kind of made it look worse than it was. The Raiders had every opportunity to win that first game, regardless of what the final score was. This is one of the games that I actually feel rather confident about, and it's weird to say or to put the phrase confident about and Raiders in the same sentence, but this offense, or as prolific as they are in their passing game and the run game, that offensive line is awful. It possibly could be the worst. It could be. Like, it could be a bottom three bad offensive line. I think that with Crosby and Gakwe, with Jefferson, with the bad part or the downside is uh, Darius Fylon's out with a, was it a patella injury? He's out for the season. Yeah, he's out for the season. And he was 
he gave them a spark. That's one player I would not mind and would be happy about coming back next year. Now, yeah, well, you I just on that again. I think the advantage here is this is kind of interesting because I think weather's a factor in this game. I, I think this Raiders offense in this game has to put drives together, has to run the ball, has to hold the ball early. The Raiders just came off an overtime game on a Sunday night where they played 88, 90 snaps on defense. If the Raiders go out there in their first three or four drives or three and out or, you know, five playing a punt and they just they don't let this team rest because this is a short week. They're playing on Saturday afternoon and they're traveling across the country. So um, I think the first quarter, quarter and a half is going to tell us a lot about this game, that, that Raiders defense has to be able to sit on the sideline and rest. Uh, they can't be out there for 37 minutes like they were in the first matchup uh, with the Bengals. So um, they're going to be effective. They've got to be able to stop the run, but the offense for the Raiders has to control the ball as well. Now, how can people interact with you on social media? They can reach out on Twitter. It's The handle's at R-H-O-L-M 22, so it's our home 22. Um, I've actually had quite a few people reach out to me in the last couple of weeks. So um, hopefully the, the listeners out there, you know, keep sending me questions because I enjoy interacting with people when, when they want to talk Raiders. Like I mentioned, one of the premier content creators in Raiders social media, Ryan Holmes. As always, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Full Press Raiders podcast. Thank you for having me. This has been another episode of the Full Press Raiders podcast. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.